Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're planning a meeting, conference, or special event in Missoula, consider the Wingate by Wyndham. Our event space is comfortable and flexible. Whether you need an intimate boardroom meeting or a conference war 100, Missoula's Wingate is the perfect fit. Our audio-visual equipment, upgraded internet, and flexible food and beverage policies allow you to put on an impressive show without breaking the bank. Call us at Missoula's Wingate, where we make you feel at home when you're not. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, the 2017 Radio Sports Broadcaster of the Year on the show with back-to-back Montana Broadcaster Association Awards for sports coverage and award-winning sports journalism. Here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Hello, Montana. Do not adjust your radios early. Thanks to the Osprey. We'll tell you why. It is Tutel Nuanes on 1029 ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you on this Friday afternoon. Thank heavens. The week is nearly over. I know. I know what you're saying. You're like, Tutel, you already had a day off. What are you? It's a short week for you. Well, it is a short week for me. It doesn't mean that Friday isn't just as important to me as it is to everyone else. So happy to be with you here on a Friday afternoon. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway and Missoula Highway 83 in Sealy and online at KurtzPolaris.com. You can find us on the World Wide Web as well, 1029ESPN.com. There you can listen to the stream on your tablet, your device, your phone, whatever you would like. The stream is available 24 hours a day thanks to Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you'd like to call us, you can do that too, 329-1899, particularly today. My goodness, I would love to have you calling me up today, 329 329- one eight nine nine. 
All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Plenty to get to today. We're going to start off with a little bit of college football. We are going to start off uh, particularly with Montana State. We're going to hear a little bit from Matt Miller. We heard from Kane Ione yesterday, the defensive coordinator of Montana State. We're now going to hear from the OC, the new OC. They're relatively new, right? You got about the half of the year last year, and the offense did pick up under Matt Miller uh, for the Montana State Bobcats when he took over that offensive coordinator spot last year. Uh, he enters his first first full season as the OC and uh, we'll hear some words from him what he's got to say and talk specifically about the wide receiver position maybe compare and contrast Bozeman and Missoula what it got what they got going at the wide receiver spot and what Montana State wants to do in the air obviously first and foremost they got to have a trigger man they're working on that fast and furious over at uh, MSU uh, right now so we'll get into some of that stuff we also uh, are going to uh, talk about uh, a little bit about the Osprey a uh, couple of players moving up into uh, the Hillsboro single a uh, uh, baseball team uh, for the Diamondbacks Dominic Canzone and Leover Paguero both leaving Missoula and headed to Hillsboro so we'll get into that a little bit and uh, we also will talk about locations venues for professional baseball games as it's just come out that the field of dreams you know the field of dreams the movie out there in iowa they got the big you know the film and they got the park and it's still big they're going to play a real honest to goodness major league baseball game there next year that's right a regular season it counts live baseball game in a field of dreams so we're going to get into that the good and the bad of that i think it's i think it's great i think it's fun uh but I think there's a uh, limit to it. So we'll uh, we'll get into that in the next hour. I mean, if you thought you were going to get out of here without talking NFL preseason, you're out of your mind. Love the NFL. Love the preseason. We're going to do all of that. Uh, okay, so we're going to get into uh, some of the quarterbacks that got their first NFL action yesterday and, uh, and some of the games, how those went. And I don't know. Who knows? Maybe some music. Mumford and Sons this weekend. So there you go. That's what we got in the show. It is a Friday. Coulter is not here. Coulter is in Bozeman right now. He's playing in a golf tournament. He's taking the day off. He's going to be over there tomorrow uh, for, he said he had to be there for the scrimmage, even though the scrimmage is closed. Very confusing. He's very dedicated to his craft. Okay. We could say that about Coulter Nuanas uh, to be sure. So he is out today. It is just you and me and uh, our dear friend, Tommy, and maybe a couple others throughout the course of the day. We'll see who we get to, but it is a, uh, it is a Friday. Now here's, this is the oh. issue. Man, this is hitting the spot. See now, I thought uh, I thought that I was going to continue to catch your wrath on this because every Friday, uh, as we do around here, it's time for a Florence Coffee Company coffee break. Drink a little bit of Josephine. Get the uh, you know get the engine charged up. Get ready for the weekend. You got some caffeine in you. You can stay up late. You can sleep in. The weekend is here, people. So stop into a Florence Coffee kiosk right now and get yourself a little uh, Joe. I got myself an ice coffee which uh i am uh, enjoying very much but then what i didn't do was bring any for anyone else i was very selfish today driving around town not entirely sure if tommy was going to be here and yet uh you're sitting there nursing something in the back tommy dude don't you don't have to think about me man i appreciate that well but, i mean uh, I, when i bring one of the highlights of my week is being the highlight of your week when I bring you Florence coffee and you've forgotten about it every single. It's like it's like uh, uh, you know getting sh- getting shot into it in the face with the laser from Men in Black. You know, just erases <laughs> your memory, and now all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, a coffee on a Friday? Who'd have thought of something such a thing?" And then I didn't bring you one. I thought you'd be bitter today. There's this thing that happens on Fridays where every single thing gets screwed up at once, 
and I'm supposed to be in four or five. I mean, honest to goodness, four or five different places at once. Yeah. And there are more things to attend to than I can possibly handle. And then it's always in these moments of extreme chaos where I'm questioning <laughs> why I'm in this career path that all of a sudden you show up like normal, get in my way and go, Tommy. Here is a coffee for you, yes. and it's just the coolest thing, man. <laughs> but it didn't but happen no, today. No, that's okay though. I got done uh, on my little engineering adventure up at the transmitters yeah. and came down and used my own Florence coffee card and filled up my Stanley vat of coffee. So I'm happy as can be. Over okay, here. okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Um, if you got enough coffee to keep you going, I certainly do. So I'm, uh, uh, you know, happy to be. Uh, with you here. Hey, want to remind everybody, uh, by the way, now we got our coffee drink. Drunk? What do we do? How do you, How? what's the past tense? If there's anyone that can tell us the answer to this, it's you. I think it's drank, but I'd like it to be drunk. You know? Seems more fun. I drunk my coffee. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we will uh, again today, be giving away another pair of tickets to the Phillipsburg Music Festival. In fact, we're going to do that in about, I don't know, a half hour or so from now. So if you would like a pair of tickets, uh, a great day of music uh, over there in Phillipsburg on August 17th is when the uh, concert is next week. Uh, Laney Lou and the Bird Dogs, Ryan Chris and the Rough Cuts, Shakewell and Home Cooking, uh, all uh, going to be playing music there, noon to seven, all day long. It's a, uh, a, a fundraiser for the GSA, Grizzly Scholarship Association, and for the Phillipsburg Rotary Charities. Uh, food, drinks, and a giant silent auction with all kinds of stuff. Grizz and wine, a Grizzly football weekend, a stay at the ranch at Rock Creek, uh, the uh, Phillipsburg Mug Club with half-price beer forever. So uh, tons of stuff that they are uh, auctioning off. Now, is this Shakewell, Tommy? Is that who we got? This is Shakewell. I love Shakewell. Got a so cool in Shakewell. Shout out to Cove, my guy Cove down there, getting it done in the uh, in the band, and they are. Uh, they're movable. Uh, well, you get out there, you get into shape. Well, you can't really stand still. You know what I mean? You got to get out there. You got to move it around a little bit. Very good. So, yeah, go listen to Shakewell and others play at uh, Phillipsburg. We'll give those tickets away here in, a, in a, a, about a half an hour. I'm always interested, Tommy, when a band comes out where it's like, you know, the person's name and then they've created sort of a name of the band for, you know, the rest of the group. So in this case... Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, for yes. example. Yes. Laney Lou and the Bird Dogs, uh, to keep with the theme. Ryan Chris and the Rough Cuts. Uh, you know what I think my favorite is, though? You know, Taylor Hawkins, the drummer from the uh, Foo Fighters. I am aware who he is. Yeah, uh, formerly of Alanis Morissette, of course, uh, more famously. And then later in the sort of, you know, mid-level band with the Foo Fighters. Uh, Taylor Hawkins evidently started his own own band. <laughs> Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. <laughs> Why is it so funny? I think that's kind of a cool name. Well, it's... I mean, no, it's great. It's just the presumption that the only reason you're here is because of me. It's just, it's just so wonderful. I mean, I guess I don't think you have a very good point, though, man. Do you know what coattail riding is? I understand what it means, but your excitement about it is obviously the first wave of caffeine hitting you. No, because you're slamming into a brick wall. What is this? 
Uh, this is Lanny Lou and the Bird Dogs, man. Oh, okay. They're playing at the okay. thing yeah, that right, yeah, we're giving right. the tickets Thanks. away to. Yeah, yeah, okay. Do you want to hear some of my band names? Yes, Tommy, I would love to. Hot Dog Pickle Dog is one I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> Gothic. No, 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 no. It's over. You have a winner. Hot Dog Pickle Dog <laughs> is the name of the van, and there are no others. Okay, there we have it. Move along. Coulter, you and I both know being healthy is a very, very important part of life. Am I right about that? Indeed, guess it is. Well, one of the things that makes me healthy, think you as well, fiber. Gotta have it. You sure do, man. You need to eat your fruits and your veggies, your bananas. You gotta get all that stuff in. Maybe even some bran. Plums. All of it. Fiber is very important. Well, guess what? Turns out it's important to communication as well. You might be surprised to learn that Blackfoot and its partners have invested millions of dollars, truly, in building a fiber optic network throughout Montana, through Bozeman and around Gallatin County. More than 30 miles of fiber optic cable have been laid by Blackfoot. That's amazing. Impressive, innovative, and a perfect place with the way Bozeman's been growing. Click on the link below, goblackfoot.com slash ESPN. They're not trying to sell you anything. They don't want you to do anything. They just want you to know what they're up to, and how they're improving communication across the state of Montana. So go to goblackfoot.com backslash ESPN now. Man, if Coulter was here right now, he would be one cantankerous young man, but he's not, so we can all just have a good time without him. It's 2 Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio on a Friday afternoon. Yes, if you're wondering, it's 3 o'clock. Uh, unless you're watching us on SWX, which pay no mind to what I'm about to say, we are live an hour early because the Missoula Osprey were rained out last night. They are going to resume their game, which they got two innings into. They're going to start from the top of the third, just pick up right where they left off and finish finish last night's game today. That would be at 5 o'clock. Okay, so we're going to go right up to uh, 5 o'clock and then send you down to Orem for that game. And then a second game, a seven-inning game, which was the originally scheduled game for this evening, will follow that. So a, a quasi, a de facto doubleheader on ESPN Radio tonight with the Missoula Osprey. And so we're off and running a little bit early here uh, today with two telenuanas. It is time for our Opportunity Bank Coaches Corner. The Coaches Corner today involving Matt Miller, who is the offensive coordinator of the uh, Montana State Bobcat football team. You may well know about this. Uh, there's a football team, a couple of them in the state of Montana, two of them in uh, Bozeman and Missoula, respectively. Matt Miller, the offensive coordinator for Bozeman. And uh, they... When he took over as the offensive coordinator in sort of the middle of the season last year, and, you know, we all know about the Troy Anderson at quarterback uh, kind of uh, uh, situation, a very unique and one that was tremendously intriguing, and the things that Troy Anderson can't do very well at quarterback are almost completely wiped away by the things that no one else can do at quarterback but Troy Anderson. Uh, but Jeff Choate's clearly wanting to have a, a a more traditional quarterback, playing quarterback, maybe not even for the sake of the quarterback spot, which was maybe in great hands with Troy Anderson. If you want to, if you, if you want to take it, I mean, he was a first team All Conference quarterback last year, for what it's worth. Uh, but because, of course, then you can open up the versatility of Troy Anderson to play other positions, running back, Sam linebacker, etc. Uh, and uh, and you know get it done at QB. We know that there's this, you know, huge quarterback competition, quarterback battle going on 
in Bozeman to try and figure out, you know, who's going to be uh, uh, the trigger man. Generally, uh, you know, people assume it's going to be either Casey Bowman or Tucker Rovig. Rovig a year older uh, than Casey Bowman. Uh, but there's, a, you know, a couple other guys potentially in the mix. And, I mean, when it's all said and done, who knows if Troy Anderson isn't still in the mix at, at some level. But uh, Jeff Choate on the record that after the scrimmage, which is tomorrow, he would like to be able to announce a definitive starter for the team, a definitive number one. Uh, that being a timeline that he would like to have, he's also, you know, said, you know, we want somebody to earn that spot. We want to give it to somebody, not because this is when we said we would give it to them, but uh, because, you know, we feel good uh, that we have, you know, that we have a, a winner of that competition for now. And so, uh, you know, we'll see kind of how that plays out. But I think there's a couple things to listen to here as we listen to uh, uh, Matt Miller as both a little bit of talk about him being the offensive coordinator and getting to come into this thing as an OC from the beginning rather than being kind of dropped in in the middle. And also, I thought it was pretty interesting how definitive he was about some aspects of their game plan that they that he would like to implement and so we'll listen to this uh from matt miller and then talk about it afterwards here you go the offensive coordinator of the montana state podcast Nazare, there was as you notice coordinating in camp because you kind of got thrown in the fire last year so what, what do you notice something different about having time to kind of prepare and install yeah that's the thing i have more time and so it's kind of nice to wrap my head around how i want this offense to shape up through the off season and the summer months and and have a good plan going into camp with my with the assistant coach on the offensive side of the ball and be able to be great communicators and teachers to our guys so they understand the plan, understand the scheme, understand the details of what we're trying to get done. Last year's offense was a little bit unique given the guy who was playing quarterback. What changes now with sort of some more traditional guys? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's nice to have you know that ability to be more traditional, and um, but we're still not going to lose that creativity with what we're trying to do. Um, but that's something I take pride in. I think Coach Choate takes pride in, and we're trying to get our playmakers of football as uh, many different ways as we can. Can you give an evaluation of the quarterbacks? Uh, a lot of attention on that position, obviously. Maybe in particular, um, Tucker and Casey. Yeah, I think really all five of those guys are doing a nice job so far. My challenge with those guys was first off, go compete every single day. And second part was be better than you were the day before. And I think that all five have done that. Um, you know, I, th- I think Casey's done a good job, uh, did a good job yesterday, uh, making some throws. Uh, he, he, can, he continued that today. Um, but he's, they're also, he's also making a little, some mistakes, you know, small little details. Uh, I thought Tucker, um, yesterday, you know, he, he wasn't making the kind of throws he was today. And so I was really proud of him stepping up and, and taking the coaching to heart and improving today and, and paying attention to those details. And the same thing with Ruben. I mean, it's just one of those deals where all I want those guys to be constant, constantly improving, logging into those details, and just giving our playmakers a chance to go do something with the ball in their hands. Coach Schott said he would like to uh, make a decision on that position after the first scrimmage. Do you think that's realistic given what you've seen, you know, the first three days? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see how the next few days play out. Um, obviously, when we get to more of these play at settings like we did today, um, you, you see a lot more when you evaluate those quarterbacks a little easier than just those fundamental days we've been having. And so um, this is day one of doing that play it. So I, I think we need a couple more days of uh, actually playing football for a really good feel where we're going to go after that first scrimmage. But um, uh, right now, I'm really pleased with all the guys in that group, uh, how they're competing and, and performing. Watching those young quarterbacks, they're not as scared to throw the ball yeah. down the field. So we've seen some of the best catches from some of the young yeah. receivers. How do you kind of push the older guys in the competition to maybe take some risks but not take too many risks? Yeah, well, that's, that's always a fine line. And uh, that's something we're, t- we're stressing in our meetings is, you know, we want to attack the ball vertically in the pass game. You know, we're a downhill run team, and we want, to, we want to throw the ball vertically. And so that's something we stress. Coach Choate stresses. And those young guys, it's the first time they, they heard it. And so really what I'm saying is the first time they're going with it, and um, they're taking it to heart. Where the, 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 the older guys, even though they're still young guys, 
you know, I'm really their second or third quarterback coach. And so some of that's kind of retraining them, getting to them the mindset that I want in terms of what we want to do schematically. He talks about uh, right there, Matt Miller, again, the offensive coordinator for Montana State, the things that he wants to do schematically and putting an emphasis on throwing the ball down the field, throwing the ball vertically. And, look, I mean, on, on one hand, maybe that's not that big a deal. I mean, in so far as everybody would like to do that, right? Everybody wants to stretch the field. This is the state of the game in 2019 is, is uh, you know, put the ball in the air and uh, and chuck it all over the yard. I think a lot of offenses are are content and happy to run what was, you know, once upon a time, the more West Coast style. And now, you know, maybe the air raid, the option throw that's shorter, basically extensions of the running game in the 5, 10-yard underneath stuff out in the flat. Uh, and then, you know, take some shots down the field. But to incorporate, you know, down the field passing, stretching it vertically, complementing your downhill running game, as, as Coach Miller said, with a vertical passing game, uh, is, you know, a pretty specific uh, ideal to attempt to attain to. And you obviously have to have a quarterback, and that's that's sort of a separate conversation uh, and, and one that is on unfolding right now in Bozeman. But also, uh, you know, you got to have a set of guys that can go out there and get it, and I think that Montana State does. I mean, Kevin Cassis and Travis Johnson are two of the better athletes in, uh, in uh, the Big Sky Conference. Travis Johnson, just from a straight speed standpoint, again, a kid who was, you know, Going went, went to Oregon to to compete to be a quarterback uh, at Oregon. In fact, left high school early to go to spring ball at the University of Oregon, and you know redshirted, never played at Oregon, transferred out, ends up in Montana State, and then ends up at MSU, not playing quarterback, even though he was in the mix to be quarterback there last year uh, in the, and the year before, and did not go that route. So now is kind of a wide receiver who does some wildcat stuff, but again has all the athleticism in the world, all the speed in the world, and a guy that, you know, if you want to burn it up on the ends, that's the guy it seems like you would throw to. And again, uh, 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 Kevin Cass is an outstanding player as well, and then complimented maybe by a Lance McCutcheon or something like that. A, a good, solid wide receiving core at Montana State, okay? And the issue in terms of the pass game has not been more or less the wide receivers, right? And Troy Anderson, you know, when he throws the football, if he's not throwing it to anyone, looks pretty good. Like, he can throw a football. But, you know, certainly accuracy, timing down the field is not something that he spent a lot of time doing. That's something that you develop over years and years of repetition. You don't just get dropped in and because you can throw a nice football, all of a sudden you're a quarterback who can stretch the field. And Montana State has basically been relegated to taking two shots a game, one a half down the field. And I don't even think with ton of expectation or even – you know, optimism that you're going to hit any of those. It's really just a show me. It's just to get it out there to say, yeah, we're still going to look at something over the top, force the DBs, you know, at least a little bit to consider the possibility that you might throw the thing down the field, even though it's not, it was, it was it's never a true threat. It's never a true threat. And again, that's the thing that you lose when you have a linebacker playing quarterback. But if one of the two guys who seems to be in the thick of this competition can and wants to throw the ball deep, that's going to open things up for this offense, which we already know as solid offensive line has depending. I mean, one of it could be one of the elite running games in, in the country, frankly, with Isaiah Ifonse 
and Troy Anderson running the football as running backs. Not to mention, you know, anybody else. You bring, uh, uh, you know, Travis Johnson or something like that, you know, in a, in a bubble screen, those sorts of things. You can all of a sudden run the ball uh, prolifically, and we know that that's what 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 uh, the coaching staff has wanted to do. What Jeff Choate has wanted to implement a kind of run first style. But you got to have somebody who can stretch the field in a meaningful way. And I mean, to hear Matt Miller say it there, like it's actually the young guys who are the ones who are not afraid to throw it deep because so you know these guys who've been in this competition. I mean. Casey Bauman and Tucker Rovig have been Tucker Rovig's been in a competition for two, three years, Montana State, trying to break through. Really two years, I guess. But uh, you know, and you start to get a little gun shy, a little timid, a little afraid of making mistakes instead of just going out there and slinging it. And, you know, it's it's it, it will be it will be so very interesting, not just to see. Here's the thing. Even if we get a picture of, okay, well, you know, Jeff Chote has said now, you know, maybe it's Monday, maybe it's Tuesday, maybe it's next week. I don't know says this is who's going to start. This is who the number one quarterback is. What do we even know at that point? I don't know that we know that much because really we haven't seen either of these guys play hardly at all when it's meant something. And all of the returns have been such mixed bags of, of, you know, of highlights but inconsistencies, of moments of, of, of excellence, of doing what, exactly what you want them to do. Followed up by by mistakes, or followed up by you know timidity, or followed up by uh, 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 poor decision making, and so it's going to take it's going to take into the season, games into the season, before you sit there and go, okay, yeah, this is a quarterback that's going to help this team, or this is a quarterback that you're going to have to work around to some extent at MSU. If they got a quarterback that can help them. If they got a quarterback that can be not prolific but proficient throwing intermediate to long balls this team this team could go a long long ways a long long ways this is the one spot that they have got to figure out and they haven't figured out and it's going to test Tucker or Coulter in my theory about you could have a great team you don't necessarily have to have a great quarterback to be successful I think that's true and yet particularly in college when it's a recruiting game it's not even a, a matter of like salary cap you gotta get the best quarterback you can get it's the most important position on the field gotta have it gotta have it and you're not going to win without it so that puts a lot of pressure on these guys i think it puts a lot of pressure on jeff Choate. it puts a lot of pressure on matt miller matt miller subject of our Opportunity Bank Coach's Corner. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We're going to talk some baseball and the Osprey. A couple of guys moving up. We're going to circle back to the wide receiver competition. Not the, not the wide receiver competition, excuse me, the wide receiver comparison between Montana and Montana State. I think just about everybody has Montana as being one of the best wide receiving groups in the big sky, maybe the best. Uh, and I, I, I'm not going to argue that point. I think they're outstanding, versatile, really, really good, really, really deep. I think that Montana State may be a little bit underrated, and we don't know what they've got at wide receiver because of what we just talked about with the quarterback. But what could happen if all of a sudden you get somebody back there that can throw the football? What could break out in Bozeman this year? We'll talk about that coming up in a little while. Right now, here's what we want to do. I'm going to stand up. 
Don't worry. If you're watching on TV, yeah, let me go. Get out of my chair because I got to grab the stuff. It's time to give you what you want for a little bit of a cookout over there, wherever you are. You got your grill going. <laughs> Don't, my you clearly out. prepared for this. Yeah, I got it, though. Oh, I hope to goodness people are watching. Well, of course they're watching. That Come on everywhere. Great. That was good. I'm not as dexterous, not as balanced as I used to be, and this is a long ways away. I had to reach over and get it. It's the Alpine Touch Grand Slam package, people. All four of the big flavor spices that Alpine Touch gives you. You get your Prairie Fire, you get your Pepper Blend, you get your Hickory Smoke, and you get your Alpine Touch Original. My personal favorite. The Montana Spice for everyone, everywhere, and it is the best you can get. Plus, how about this? A barbecue sauce. Let's throw a barbecue sauce in there. Alpine Touch available at outlets across the state of Montana, right there out of Shoto, Montana. Shout out to Shoto. Our people up there on the Rocky Mountain front getting it done and making the meats taste great. Well, not just the meats, the eggs, the vegetables, everything. Put it on everything. 329-1899. Call right now. You got yourself Popcorn. a four-pack. All of it. All of it. Four-pack, the Grand Slam Pack, and a oversized, the large, an extra large barbecue sauce. You do it right now, 329-1899. We're giving that away to you because we like you on a Friday afternoon. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. You know, guests, the Wingate by Wyndham is the Missoula Hotel that truly offers something for everybody. No doubt. It's conveniently located near the airport, easy for when your friends come to visit you. And you know, of course, my favorite, water slides. That's right. They got an awesome water park with a sweet water slide that's perfect for families, groups, and birthday parties. With the Wingate, they also have a terrific business travel rate, large meeting spaces for you and your clients, and one of the best rewards programs you'll find anywhere. Talk to me about breakfast. They're not messing around with the Continental. They got the full breakfast spread, man. That's what I'm talking about. I need that. They got you covered there as well. Just down the road from the Missoula Airport, the location is quiet and convenient. The parking is ample and free, and the staff genuinely cares about taking care of their guests. The Wingate is at 5252 Airway Boulevard. You can also call. Very simple, easily memorizable number, 541-8000. That's 541-8000. The best hotel at the best spot for a hotel near the airport. Let the Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula make you feel at home, even when you're not. Studio A, huh? Is that where you are, Tony? Yeah, you know, okay. it's it's uh, it's the new official thing. Okay. That's... I'm watching the countdown. There's like 11 seconds, and you go, hmm, I think I'll exit the studio. No, I had it. I had it, I had it all timed up. I needed a piece of paper. I'm oh, rife with oh, paper. There's not 700 thrown all over the floor in that room? You've got trash paper piled up on my cameras, for you know, crying out loud. If, uh, if you listen to this show on the radio, God bless you. But you are missing something. No kidding. My, I, I'm falling over trying to grab the Alpine Touch Spice Box. Now my left eye is burning and watering. I can't see out of it. Fortunately, it's a right profile to the camera. Hi. And, uh, and yeah, I'm coming and going uh, at my leisure. And, uh, you know, so here you go. Check it out on YouTube. If you uh, don't have SWX or watch on SWX Montana Television and the SWX app. There, that's all of them. It is two telling Nuanas. It's just two telling Tommy today. Coulter out in Bozeman over uh, there playing a golf tournament, covering Montana State over the weekend. Their first scrimmage of the fall. I think their only scrimmage actually of the fall. Uh, it's a close scrimmage, but he wanted to be there to ask some questions, presumably about the quarterback spot. So he is out today. 
But fear not, I'm with you, and uh, happy to be such as we head into a uh, into a very nice weekend. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris Studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Sealy. Online at KurtzPolaris.com. If you're looking for us on Twitter, at Gus Tutel, that's me, at 1029 ESPN, that is the station, and at Skyline Sports MT as well for all your up-to-the-minute sports information from around the Big Sky Conference. Uh, as you heard there in the Sports Center, which I was right on time for, uh, two Missoula Osprey are moving up to Hillsboro uh, to the uh, short-season A-League with the uh, Hillsboro team there in Oregon. Dominic Canzone and shortstop Leover Paguero uh, both heading up. Canzone, an eighth-round draft pick, uh, and so certainly a guy that is uh, you know has people watching him within the Diamondbacks organization. And then the guy who... I think he's been the consensus best player on this Missoula Osprey team, Leover Paguero. Paguero uh, hitting 364, had 27 RBI and 52 hits. Uh, he was again a starter in this uh, this last this early this week's uh, Pioneer League uh, uh, versus Northwest League All Star game, and is moving on now. And I, I think uh, I mean obviously it's it's warranted. And I'll give you a little comparison. This is interesting because just earlier this week on Monday, in fact. The 73rd ever Missoula Osprey uh, made their debut in the show in Major League Baseball. In this case, it was Isan Diaz, who uh, has uh, moved around organizations, playing for the Miami Marlins. And when he was in Missoula, this is so interesting. His slash line was 360, 436, 640, with 13 home runs and 51 RBI. Now, that's over the course of a whole season. It is so very comparable to Puguero and what he put up offensively. 364, I mean, almost identical batting averages. I don't have his slugging in front of me, but 27 RBI right on pace for that 51, uh, you know, RBI that that Diaz had in his full season uh, with Missoula. And so if you're talking about offensive comps, here's a guy who, you know, that was in 2015 that Diaz was playing for uh, the Missoula Osprey here four years later. He's playing Major League Baseball. Puguero, Certainly was getting it done offensively for Missoula, but also flashing the leather in, I mean, as good at shortstop as I've seen at this level. I mean, just tremendous. And uh, obviously you would expect that to translate as well. So he wished them the best. It was fun. My only disappointment is that, you know, this all happened well. You have the all-star break. Now it's a long road trip and everything. So it would have been nice. You know, you never know when these things are going to happen. Could we get an announcement? You know, could the organization say, hey, in two days, we're calling up these guys, a.k.a. get down to the park. Go watch these guys, you know, when you have the chance. But certainly fun to uh, to watch them uh, play. And we wish uh, both of those guys certainly the best. The Osprey will be getting now Alex Valdez, who is a right-handed pitcher. He's coming up from the Arizona League to join the Osprey. Uh, he was uh, in the Dominican Summer League in 2018 and in 13 appearances uh, in the AZL. He struck out 39 batters in 42 innings, giving up 27 earned runs. So uh, there you go. That's uh, the, court, the the replacement to going for uh, another arm in the, uh, in the rotation or in the bullpen here for the Missoula Osprey. Again, the Osprey coming up. Uh, at 5 o'clock, going to uh, resume their game from last night and then right into a doubleheader uh, for uh, uh, the second game tonight, which will be just a seven-inning affair here on ESPN Radio. Okay, Tommy, it's time now. We gave away some Alpine Touch. 
Now it's time to give away some, what do we what do you call it? I mean, it's the Phillipsburg concert. It's really more than a concert. It's a full day uh, affair in Phillipsburg it's on August It's a full 17th. day party in Phillipsburg. Let's call it like it is. Yeah, it's a party. It's a straight party. Noon to 7 on August 17th. Four bands, Laney Lou and the Bird Dogs, Ryan Chris and the Rough Cuts, Shakewell and then Home Cooking, all playing. Food, drinks, and a silent auction with all kinds of stuff. Proceeds will benefit the GSA, the Grizzly Scholarship Association, as well as the Phillipsburg Rotary Charities. Uh, there is all kinds of stuff. There is a, a, a foursome to the Rock Creek Cattle Company. Go play golf at the Rock Creek Cattle Company. Uh, I could do that. That sounds great for me. A romantic Phillipsburg weekend with gourmet wheel, meals. That sounds great to me. I wonder if you're like solo. You know what I mean? You know, presumably the romantic part of that, in, in, it assumes two. But maybe, you know, maybe you're not two people. Maybe you're just one person. You think you could go stay twice, you know? Is that something? Whoops. Sorry about that. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I guess. You owe donuts. That's what Bobby Houck said to me when I let my phone ring uh, while I was uh, asking questions. Yeah. It's like a penalty. You're like, you owe donuts now because you let oh. your phone ring, you know? Kids 12 and under are free, which is really cool, too. Also good to know. Anyway, all kinds of stuff. It's a long, long list of uh, things that they got for the silent auction, so you can go check it out. So right now, 329-1899, pair of tickets to the Phillipsburg uh, concert party uh, uh, all day long on August the 17th. going to be a great time. We'll send you there, uh, uh, well, because we like you and because it's a weekend, and that's what we want to do. 329-1899, call right now, and we'll send you off to uh, Phillipsburg also. This is cool. Next week, looking forward to this. In fact, uh, uh, we will be giving away tickets and interviewing Chad Prather. I don't know if you know who Chad Prather is. He's a a, a musician slash comedian, uh, kind of a YouTube guy who's uh, coming to Missoula. He's coming to the Wilma on Tuesday next week. We're going to have a couple of pairs of tickets for you on Monday, and we will be interviewing Chad uh, on Monday as well. So looking forward to that, having him on and, uh, and sending you to a fun show at the Wilma on Tuesday night as well. So all that... You know, coming up around here because, you know, it's the summer. And even though we are in full camp and even though preseason started yesterday, you know, we got to we got to mix it up. We still need some comedy. We got to have some music. We got to have all of it. OK, we're going to go we're, now. Tommy. Now, Tommy just talked in my ear. See, I never know when Tommy's talking to me if everybody's hearing it or if it's just me. So, Tommy, but just let me be clear. Is Scott winning and talking to me or is he just talking to me? Okay, Scott's the winner. Scott is going to Phillipsburg for the day with the tickets. Let's go to the phones and welcome in Scott to the show. Scott, how are you doing? Oh, doing good. How are you guys doing? Do, we're doing great, Scott. Now, I know, Scott, you know, you and I know each other a little bit now over time because you've been a very loyal listener to this show, and we appreciate that very much. And I also know you're a big Osprey fan. What do you think about those two guys heading out to Hillsborough? Do you like that or no? Uh, not really. I'm like you. I wish they would tell us ahead of time. So. Then we would know. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But on the upside, you're going to Phillipsburg, right? You're going to go see the concert. You're going to go have a nice day up there in Phillipsburg. That'll be fun, huh? Yep. I'm going to take the wife. Very good. Well, I mean, that's a strong uh, choice right there. I think a good a a choice in the best interest of your overall well-being, Scott, <laughs> to take your wife with yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. So are we going to hopefully we win the second half and go and can play off. There you go. For yeah. the new owners. That's so. right. Run it downhill right into the postseason, right? Yep. 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 So, so I will see you. Are you going to be up Phillipsburg? 
you know, I'm not sure what I'm doing. I think actually I'll be in Washington over the course of that weekend, unfortunately enough. Oh, okay. Well, I'll catch you up one of the games. Sounds good, Scott. Thanks for the call, man. Congratulations on the win. <laughs> yep, talk to you later. Bye. One of the old-timers, man. Scott getting in here, winning the uh, tickets. It's just the way it should be. We'll take a quick quick break. We'll come back. Hey, the Field of Dreams. That's right. The movie, they're hosting an actual baseball game next year. Major League. Uh, is that a good idea? Probably. Talk about it next. Colter, some people like the Clark Fork. Some people like the Flat Hood, the Bitterroot. My favorite river has always been Blackfoot. We finally agree on something. Me too. I love Thibodeau Falls. I love Rainbow's End. I love the Blackfoot River. You know, if a company was smart, they'd just name themselves Blackfoot. By God, look at the geniuses over here at Blackfoot. They've gone and they've done it. And now, guess what? They're working around the clock and around the state to lay hundreds of miles of fiber optic cables to increase hugely the, the efficiency and the speed of communication across the state of Montana. It's pretty likely you already know Blackfoot as a local partner for internet, voice, professional services, anything you need to fuel your growing business. But like you said, they're building hundreds and hundreds of miles of cable across Montana. And right now, they're expand, expanding their fiber network into Bozeman, San Ignatius, and other regions. Find out more about what Blackfoot does. Give them a call. 866-541-5000 or go to goblackfoot.com. That's goblackfoot.com. You can click on the link here on the Podbean site or if you're listening in elsewhere, just copy the URL, drop it in there, goblackfoot.com. ESPN Radio for Missoula. Explanation forthcoming. And we'll also talk about the field of dreams. It is to tell Nuanas. 1029 ESPN Radio. Good to be with you on a Friday afternoon. Hope you are having a wonderful day. Thanks for spending some time with us on your radios, on SWX Montana Television, and across the world on YouTube. That's right, YouTube. How about that? To tell Nuanas channel there. And check it out anytime you'd like. We are broadcasting live from the Kurtz Polaris studios. Kurtz Polaris at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula, Highway 83 in Celia, and online at KurtzPolaris.com. Uh, Tommy, uh, to what do we owe the uh, the intro here? That's just a freaking great song, man. Okay. It's got a great moral. It's got a great story. It's one that I occasionally like to throw in the old headphones and enjoy and just let it just and let today it i wanted to share river. it uh with our audience and, and and with you that's very kind that's very good of you now let me ask you this uh here have you seen uh the field of dreams the movie the field of dreams uh no okay and i, I there's many people who with audible gasp this movie was made in 1989 i tommy, did see the emoji movie i mean that was cool thank you tommy uh angry birds was also pretty funny but I don't. But I don't know this one. Uh, Field of Dreams. I mean, you do know what the movie is, right? No. You know this, man. I'm not a movie guy. You don't need to make it a thing. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm not. I was not going to skewer you over having not seen the movie. It was made prior to your birth. 
So it, it, that's okay. But not knowing that there is such a movie as The Field of Dreams with Kevin Costner. What does Kevin Costner, like what's something significant that he's done? Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, one of the greats of all time. I haven't seen that one either. You know, that's that's on you though. <laughs> okay. Where are we going with this? Anyhow, um, I think I can safely say that in this entire state right now that is listening and watching to us, you are the only one who does not know that this is a movie. Well, just another thing that makes me great. How about, why don't you just do a quick Wikipedia search while I'm talking, and then you can come back to me. Okay? James Earl Jones. Okay? Okay. James Earl Jones? What is it? I don't understand. Anyhow, uh, we all know... Those of us who aren't talking about the Field of Dreams, right? The movie Dryersville, Iowa, is uh, is is where it's set, and I think actually, in fact, where the field the field is uh, is in Iowa. It's in the state of Iowa. I think that the setting in the movie and the actual place on Earth are basically, you know, identical. They're not pretending for it to be anywhere other than where it is. And since the movie, it has always been there. It's now a big, you know, uh, uh, you know, tourist attraction, Iowa. Let's be honest. Could use some more reasons to go to Iowa, right? I mean, you know, like the birthplace of Slipknot probably isn't enough to drive traffic into the state, so they had to find something that would bring people in. They're like, "Hey, they made a movie here. We're keeping it. We got enough corn. Let's have a baseball field." And uh, our good buddy Robert Chase, who, by the way, it might be your last day on the trail if he found out that you did not know about this movie, Tommy. Uh, was speaking to me because he's in fact been there and he says there's just a perpetual baseball game being played on you just get there you got your mate you can just walk right out of the field and play you know left left center maybe you got 11 outfielders going if everybody's playing i don't know you can go play baseball on the field for as long as you want very very cool well now the major league baseball is going to build a temporary 8,000-seat stadium, which will be adjacent to the field. So they're not, in fact, going to play on the field itself, notably because I think the field itself is probably, I don't know, 100 feet too small going out into the corn. Uh, but they are going to play a an actual baseball game uh, next year between the New York Yankees and the Chicago White Sox. And why wouldn't you, especially when the Sox were in the film and everything, in a regular season game? Now, uh, construction, it says, is going to begin actually next week. Uh, they're going to get started on this, and then the two, two teams w- will play uh, uh, on August 13th, so almost a year from now uh, they're going to play uh, in this game. It will be bar- broadcast natu- nationally, and the ballpark design is uh, going to mimic, supposedly mimic, Chicago's Kaminsky Park. So there you go. That's what's going on. Here's the thing that I'm trying to ascertain in all of this. Now, I I like this. I like, you know, the nostalgia of the movie and being out there, and I think it'll be cool. And obviously, you know, the the heartland of America is a uh, baseball playing hotbed. I think there's a lot of, you know, that's a, 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 a still major sort of part of life in the, you know, high school uh, small college uh, levels there, a lot of people into it, and it's going to be fun. And I'm sure it'll look great on television. and going to be all kinds of you know great shots and 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 you know history lessons and everything else. So that's that's all well and good. The thing that I wonder about though is that we have seen a lot of this now as sports try to make 
the the visual for television and the experience unique and interesting by putting it in increasingly more sort of obscure and different venues. Uh, the NHL kind of started this right with their with their New Year's. It was the New Year's Day class, the New Year's Classic, an outdoor thing that's expanded. Now they're doing what? five, six games a year in various football stadiums and baseball stadiums that have, you know, outdoor and the throwback to tie to, you know, old time hockey on the pond where you're actually, you know, have to deal with the elements, whether it's the sun, whether it's the snow and so forth. But they've, uh, the, the, the NHL has done a great job of this. It's been, you know, high, highly successful, very, very cool, brought a lot of, I think, interest at least to those specific games and uh, and is great for television and all kinds of things. So the, 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 that is, you know, that's cool. I'm into that. Baseball just played a game in London, though, right? You remember this is Sox and Yankees went over for a three-game series in London, and I don't remember what straightaway center was, but I think it was in like the 330s. And do you remember the, 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 the Sox and Yanks combined? They had a game combined for 30 runs, scored 30 runs in a single baseball game. Now, it's not unprecedented in the history of the sport that that has happened before, but it is no shock that they put them on a on a tiny little baseball field because it's a building that does not house baseball. And all of a sudden, the dimensions are such that everybody, every pop fly, it turns out to be yanking it out of the stadium. You know what I mean? I, that affects the game too much to me. I don't feel like it's 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 true to what the game is. And frankly, okay, you want to have a game in London, make a baseball stadium. I mean, you you, you get, not not an entire stadium. I'm not saying you got to construct a permanent dome, but do something like what you're doing here, a temporary venue, but where actually the dimensions make it a legitimate contest. You know what I mean? That's the thing that I think you got to have in order to you know put professionals playing in meaningful games out there. Now, I understand baseball, 162 games. It's easy to go out. Oh, what's one game in Iowa or whatever. And again, I'm for this. I like this out there. At the, you know, the field of dreams is fine with me. But I do think that you got to be very careful about selling off some of the integrity of the sport, the integrity. And when I say integrity, I'm not talking about cheating, of course, or anything like that. I'm just talking about, you know, if everybody's got to play it in one style and now all of a sudden this one game is an utter aberration and is different from everything else, well, that, that can affect, you know, who wins, who loses, how seasons go, how things go. And, you know, one game out of 162, you say, oh, maybe not so much. Well, okay. But what happens, how many times have we seen teams make or miss the playoffs by one game? You know, it is it is a reality. And I think that this here is fine. I think three-game series in London, not for the sake that it's in London, but for the fa- uh, fact of that there is no baseball stadium that's a proper major league style and size stadium, it sort of impinges on what, what, the, what baseball is at a major league level. And it becomes a sort of a, 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 a small mockery of itself, you know? And where is this, you know, where is it going to go? The NBA, are they going to start playing outdoors on the basketball, you know, on the playgrounds and so forth out there going, hey, now we got it. Now we're going to bring everybody in. We're going to just throw this thing in the middle of New York City out here on the park, wind, rain, let's go play ba- basketball. That's a bad idea. That was your Burn Street Bistro Burn of the Week. There you go. Can't be playing basketball outside just because it looks cool, can you? 
Remember when Kobe went and played like a outdoor basketball game? Played like he did get his street cred up. He's like, I could go play, you know, in Harlem or whatever it is. It's like, yeah, I think probably probably Kobe's gonna do okay no matter what venue he's playing basketball in. Tommy, have you found the movie yet? Uh yeah, I'm reading about the film now. It seems cool. Yeah, it's it's very cool. It's one of the all-time great movies. I must say. I wanted to talk about the movie with you because I am still a little bit lost about the movie myself. You know, I, for, 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 you know, whatever it's worth, I am not good at like pulling metaphor out of films, you know, like when I watch things and there's, you know, there's insinuations that are being made and there's symbolism and all that. Oh man, it's just dead to me often. Really? Yeah. I don't even know if I really believe that you're saying that. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I feel like sometimes like the nuance of film and what's so interesting about it and what the, you know, what the, when, when it's done well, you know, like the artistic side of it, not, not the Marvel movies and that, but I'm talking about movies that are actually, you know, trying to send you a message. Sometimes I just like, I get the surface message, but I don't really understand like what the, what, what are you trying to tell me in some of this stuff? You have at length studied philosophy. You should be able to pull things out of out of the out of the scripts and the actors' movements and the direction yeah. more than the average person. No, but it's not true because prose is different from art, man. Like you're trying to understand things that are not like if you want to tell you want to talk to me in a sentence that's like you know put together and grammar and everything, I'll understand you. But you start you start you know backlighting you know, trees because there's supposed to be some spiritual nimbus happening while you're having a conversation with a, you know, scorned lover. I don't get all of it. You know, I don't notice that stuff. I don't want to derail your point, but quick side. Have you seen the film Finding Forrester? I have not seen it. I do know the film. I have not seen it. Okay. Read the book or watch the movie. Okay. And then we'll have this conversation again. Okay. Okay. Continue onward. No, that's all. Oh, so you just don't get any symbolism attached? I mean, I don't know if... The point is, is that there's clearly a lot of symbolism in a, in in Field of Dreams. Okay, there's a lot more and than Clockwork Orange or less. I don't know. Have you seen Clockwork Orange? No. Ooh, that's one of the few I have also. Seen. Isn't that isn't that a scary movie? Uh, depends on your mindset. Yeah. Well, my mindset says it is. <laughs> okay. I'm not good with that stuff, man. I, I mean, don't do I, the scary stuff. I love what we're going for in this film, and I, I know I'm probably going to really dig myself into a hole here, but the idea that, like, you dream up the baseball field and then all the greats show up, and then now we're going to build an actual stadium and do the actual game where the film took place, to me this is no different than building, like, a like an Alexa-powered robot King Kong and saying it's actually going to grab planes out of the sky and hang off of buildings in New York. Like we don't need to actually bring these things to reality. Why are we doing this? I mean, you know, I don't know. I I, I can feel people trying to punch me from yeah, this. Yeah, they are. This is like when you say that 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 Pearl Jam's not good, and everybody's just oh, like, "This well, is completely different." No, 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 it's not different because everybody understands that it is. Sometimes the mass is correct. You know what I mean? No, everybody, I do not. Everybody wants to side with the with the minority, you know, in terms of like, okay, all like the the pop culture is wrong about all this stuff, and it's only the people who get it at some nuanced level that really have it figured out. But sometimes everybody liking something is actually an indication that it's good. Pearl Jam oh, would be one example. That's the a most- Field of Dreams would be another example, and you 
don't know anything about the latter and don't like at all the former, and that is on you, my friend. That's Dude, on you. No, no. There are times where I speak so highly of you. I'm like, man, I'm so like honored to be Ryan's friend, and there are times <laughs> that I will do anything to make sure I'm not associated with you, and this mm-hmm. is one of those moments. I'm disgusted by you right now, bro. You have... Whether you're traveling to Missoula for business, a family visit, or to watch the Grizz game, the Wingate wants to be your home away from home. Call the Wingate to find out how we can take care of your next trip to Missoula. From conference rooms to great complimentary breakfast to an indoor water park, we have what you need and what you want when traveling. The Wingate of Missoula is a proud supporter of Grizzly and Lady Grizz athletics, and we look forward to making you feel at home when you're not. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.